welcome back everybody today's maybe this is a we'll see maybe uh today's this episode will be a bonus it just depends on what happens what unfolds today what kind of nonsense deep state nonsense goes on but uh this episode is the first installment in uh, well i guess it's a spin-off of profiles in bull stuff uh and i thought i would dedicate this episode to um the new March campaign of the March is now in my book, the high profile black criminal history month. The star of the day is weaponized judge Emmett G. Sullivan. The name should ring a bell because he's the man who declared publicly in front of the microphones that uh, general Michael T. Flynn was a traitor uh, with the cameras rolling. But if you were to do a little research in this guy, you'd realize he's an absolute Washington DC product of, uh, of the sewer system um i'll give you the here's the if you take this one thing away from this episode it's that this man judge emmett sullivan has never been able to because he didn't want to punish prosecutorial misconduct brady violations he's had the public integrity section of our doj and fbi in fact he um muller weissman you know, Robert Mueller, Andrew Weissman, a uh, young guy named Matthew Friedrich, Rita Glavin. These people come in, they they come in and they uh, take over investigations. They do their political assassination and they take off. Um, he's had the opportunity to fix this. In fact, he paid one of his friend's law firms to come in and write a report about it. Nobody's ever punished. Uh, and it's happened more than once. In fact, it happened after he paid the, that uh, group. I, the, it's a high-profile uh, DC connected law firm. I, I apologize. The name escapes me right now, but I'm sure you could look it up. Uh, I believe that was covered in Sidney Powell's book, License to Lie. Uh, and here, let's talk about this man's misdeeds. Uh, Judge Sullivan uh, just recently was handed the anti black voter case against President Trump. And he had complete control over the United States Postal Service during last year's 2020 election. So the handling of the ballots. Uh, liberals love the anti-black angle because we're not allowed to look at voter rolls anymore. And this judges why hundreds of thousands of dead people, juveniles, convicts, uh, who haven't regained their right to vote yet. And people were able, you know, and other people were able to vote in multiple states. And the reason why I've decided to, take, to call March the High Profile Black Criminal History Month is that they don't want us to be able to even talk about it because it's racist to do it. But what they're actually doing is hiding behind color as like a human shield element. And it's despicable. And uh, I, I don't fall for it. I'm not going to buy it. So um, here's the bottom line. If you're a Republican or anybody who has something uh, deep state would like to acquire from you and you're in this man's court, you're screwed. Zero corrupt federal prosecutors agents has ever suffered any punishment under this turd. Uh, two district investigators at one point um, were given uh, a timeout after the Sullivan case uh, when he went after Senator Ted Stevens, when they went after it. Um, but a few years later, the, a process court decided to remove those blemishes from their career records and rewarded them, paid them back wages lost with interest so the, the, 
nothing ever pans out the way it should. So what you'll hear from this man's mouth when the cameras are rolling uh, is to project this idea that he uh, stands for integrity when, in fact, the results speak the exact opposite. So he's our star of the day, weaponized judge Emmett G. Sullivan. Um, let's start with the Ted Stevens case because that's one of the first really good ones. Uh, judge Sullivan had the decency to pretend to be really, really angry about prosecutorial misconduct back then. And we're talking, S Senator Stevens was a decorated World War II pilot hero who was the longest sitting uh, Republican senator at the time. I think he was going on 40 years. Now, the kind of prosecutorial misconduct we're talking about was out during Operation Polar Pen when Deep State decided to clear as many Republicans out of Alaska as they could. We're not talking about little bits of cheating here or there, mistakes. We're talking about the FBI sending in dozens of extra agents and the DOJ sending in those people that I mentioned, the, uh, Matthew Friedrich and Rita Glavin from the public integrity section to take the chaos away from the prosecutors who were familiar, including Nicholas March, a young man who ended up killing himself because he knew the gig was up for him, but not because he wasn't protected like Friedrich and uh, Glavin. Um, they took the case away from him. They moved him from first seat to third seat right before the before the trial started. Uh, here's here's why these other people take the fall. The FBI and the DOJ sat on exculpatory evidence, and in, in fact, in specifically. In, for the Senator Stevens case, there was a handwritten note of the deal that now they pretended like this didn't exist because they never shared it with the court. The deal in the note literally uses his own words, I'm a senator and you know you have to keep this on the up and up, make sure you give me a detailed billing. So f first they denied the letter existed. They also had testimony where the witness themselves, they were, prosecution was trying to badger him into changing his story. They have him saying, I don't know why you're going after the senator. We were very clear on our arrangement. Um, he was paying for construction services on a family cabin. They accused him, and that's what they that's what they ended up making him lose his election in 2008 to give Obama a supermajority in the Senate, of course. Uh, he ended up losing his, his, narrowly losing the 2008 election because of this. This was just weeks before the election. And Judge Sullivan was made aware of the exculpatory evidence, the prosecutor, massive prosecutorial misconduct, and could have cleared this up before the election and refused to go public or allow anybody to speak about it until after the election. Now, you may recall that uh, Senator Stevens died before he could clear his name, and it was under bizarre circumstances. The amphibious plane was in crashed because the terrain awareness warning system was disabled. And he swore, as he was leaving office, I suppose, that he was going to get to the bottom of the Brady violations and make sure that this didn't, this, what happened to him didn't happen to any other Americans. Uh, I guess that effort kind of failed because it was the same tactic that Sullivan used against General Flynn. Uh, and an interesting sidebar here, let me put this in because it's kind of important to show you how incestuous DC and Deep State are. And, and we're not, why, why doesn't anybody ever ask any questions like about these things uh, on real TV? Here, when Mueller decided to name 
what did he name 23 or 24 russians uh, for the russia hoax um one of the russians named uh was supposed to be associated to a company that hadn't even been formed yet so it's pretty clear that Mueller's lazy um, largely incompetent agents decided to look up a to, to actually look up a russian company but they forgot to check to see when it actually been formed well they figured nobody would ever come in here and contest or that they would just go away and um, they just have their names smeared, not that it would impact them over in Russia. But one of the Russians actually came in and demanded his day in court. And you'll never, you'll never guess which judge was handed that case. Matthew Friedrich's wife. Wow. Now, mind you, Matthew Friedrich and Andrew Weissman and Robert Mueller were long time, have been long time buddies. So let's just call Friedrich's wife, uh, Dabney, Sideshow Bob here. Okay, so she stepped in, pretended like she made, just like Judge Sullivan, made these big, bold claims that uh, integrity and letter of the law, and uh, we'll get to the bottom of this, which is absolute crap. Absolute crap. Okay, so let's get back to uh, our star, our hero. Um it's also pretty strange that Judge Sullivan was randomly, this is what you'll see in, in our gorgeous media system out there, he was randomly assigned to the General Flynn case. Uh, you know what's crazy about that one? He refused to let it go when the U.S., and basically how do courts work? Well, you have somebody accusing somebody else of doing something. Well, it was the country, it was the U.S. accusing General Flynn of something. And the U.S. no longer had a case against Flynn. But he refused to let it go, you know, that uh, he had the bone in his mouth and that dog wasn't going to drop it. Um, the whole thing about the Brady Bunch thing, the Brady violations, I call it the Brady Bunch, uh, they're always picking people with high-value targets that are high-value to political-value targets. They don't share the evidence. That, and we're talking, like I said, this is evidence that unequivocally proves someone's innocence. They misinform and misinstruct juries. Uh, and they'll add a few other charges to make something look really awful because they know, hey, the chance, you know, if there's just one charge and one conviction, it's not uh, high profile. It's not um, career changing because that's what the public integrity section was all about. There's this big circular door thing where you step in you do deep state bidding, you come back to DC, you you can either, you'll either move several rungs up the corrupt ladder in the uh, FBI and DOJ, or you can go into the private practice, work for private practice, uh, six, seven figure salaries for a while. Then you come back later after the, the there's less focus, less attention on you and the heat's off. Um, this is part of why, and, and the people in power now, we're talking the deep state, because it's obvious that there's establishment and there's a f handful of uh, politicians, lawyers, judges, whoever, who are actually tr honest and trying, but they're so greatly outnumbered. And Congress wonders why we can't stand them, because they're part of the lying, this lying crew too. They, they, they back each other up. The media backs them all up. They wonder why we hate them. They wonder why days like January 6th could happen. They, they still wonder after all the deceit, after all the lies. Now, 
the thing that you can take away from this also is that um, it, what's weird about the whole way America, our different perspectives, how we're all looking at the same thing but seeing different things. Now, they want you to think that only blacks are the victims of prosecutorial misconduct, right? Uh, they're all languishing in prison after being wrongly accused. But when we have the goods on major cases, it's they act all nasty. So it's, I think there's that hate, scare them away by hate. You know, I had a friend a long time ago that when he would work in a rough neighborhood, he would act like he was insane. He would act nuts. He talked, he'd pretend like he's talking to somebody who wasn't there. And he said that the biggest guys in the world will go to the other sidewalk because they're afraid of crazy. I think maybe that's, you think maybe that's their angle here? So when you hear about crimes uh, in, in cases like Judge Sullivan, uh, take a look and see if the defendant is white or minority. The defendant is white. The misconduct claim is obviously false, an effort to go free to um, continue the plundering of disenfranchised blacks. This is these are the Black History Month uh, things here. Even if there's evidence of like 4K video of Tyrone gunning down nuns, the system is rigged against them because of white supremacy. Those are the those are the notes you need to you need to remember. That that's what we've got going on here. That's that's just the public message, public service announcement. I don't know really how to close this one out other than to uh, suggest that this episode is to inspire you to kind of look into things because you may believe me, you may not. Um, there are incredibly horrible human beings out there d deciding cases and ruining lives. And I'm sure that the uh, dishonorable Judge Emmett G. Sullivan is just one, just one small player in this vast sea of nastiness that we call our federal government. Peace out.